Exactly. exactly. Some folks are making requests for a certain gentleman. I don't know if he's allowed out. Of the, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to. Is that his name? He goes by many names. What, what? tribute to our good friend Byron Byron Lovelace, uh, former fan of the show. I say former because there's no way he listens to this anymore. He's out of Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee. I like those little changes you were playing though. Oh, you were just messing around. Just messing around. So this is a good, uh, we were just messing around, but highly recommend, I mean, if you've got a pod suite and a friend, even better, but finding some type of situation where you can just challenge your, whoa, is that okay? Okay. <laughs> I think it's got to be okay. Okay. I, I'm going to fix that in a second. So, um, where we can challenge ourselves to hear something mm-hmm. that we don't know what's happening without thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, you have to, a lot of times, people spend more time talking about, I don't have good ears or I can't play something by ear than saying, you know what? Let me try to play something by ear. It's like saying, I'm a bad cook. I can only cook with recipes. Really? If, if that's all you've ever done, until you've tried to cook without a recipe just to make something up and failed utterly failed and then tried it again and utterly failed and then tried it 10 more times and then maybe slightly less failed all of a sudden you can contradict your original supposition about yourself so this is how you develop your ears you have to put yourself on the ledge you have to go out on the diving board or you're not going to be able to jump into the deep end that's right Uh, mike is actually asked at asking how did you guys approach ear training well micah like that's an ongoing thing and actually uh here at open studio at the uh the daily guided practice session we've been doing i think they can just see the cordy now 
<laughs> We've been doing this ear training, Micah, and we could do a little bit of it right now. It's so, yeah. so useful. And it's a, it's a technique that I learned in my ear training class by the great Armin Danelian uh, when I was at the Who? school. Who? Spell, spell that name, buddy. Ar- Armin, like Armenia. Danelian, <laughs> like Danelian. Like a chameleon. Like a chameleon. <laughs> no, he, he's a great pianist and a great teacher. And, I'll, you know, we can do a little bit of this, but it helps to have a friend that can help you do this. It's super easy. And we I've could, got a friend. That's right. That's right. That's right. So we'll, we'll kind of go off what we were just doing. So Micah, and we can, and just, I would like just to say now, if you're near a piano, Sit on your hands. Do not hunt and peck these chords out uh, or try to figure out the root or anything. Use your ears. Use your mind. That's right. what this is all about. So if I give you this and say, this is an A-flat major 7, oh. right? Oh, I want you to tell me, see? Well, no, I'm going oh, to tell, tell you this oh, one. This is our starting point. Okay. I'm just going to give you one other chord after this, and you have to tell me what it is, okay? A-flat major, A, A major 7. What's this? Do it two more times. A flat major seven. All right. Can you hear the bass note and can you hear the quality of the chord? In other words, is it major? Is it minor? Is it a major seven? Is it a minor seven? Is it a dominant seven? Mm. A flat major seven. And one more time. What is that? Right? Peter, what do you got? Well, that would be an, an A flat major to an E flat major. Seven. That's right, A flat major seven to an E flat major seven. Let's do two chords off okay. of it. So, can we just kind of just point out one thing? Yeah, please this? do. You, you, everyone can have a different reference point. Doesn't matter, but and eventually you just kind of know it on by instinct. For but sure, you can make a connection. Like, I was thinking, like linking up those dots right certainly helps connect play a little connect the dots like there it, it, music is the harmony the way it moves the way chords move is never static there's well, the always way, a progression of the things. way armin used to teach this is via cadences right so if you learn musical cadences you can hear it as a whole yeah right as as like a whole thing which we'll kind of work on here so again let's do two chords after okay. this right a flat major seven yeah and then we can do Okay, so again, we'll do an A flat major seven, and then we'll do two chords after it. What are they? Peter's already got it. He got everything on the first. Am I allowed to do this? Is this helping or hurting? Okay. Again, A flat major seven. Let's do one more. What is this? And then what is this? He's got it. You got it. You got it. So the answer to that is woo, bonus. Oh, yeah, bonus. Bonus. <laughs> a flat major seven. Yep. Right. A little A flat over B flat. Yep. Right. Or uh, B flat eleven uh, sus, sus or whatever yep. you want. And then an E flat minor seven. Yep. You know, yeah. That minor third, minor seven. Right. Now I don't know if Professor Armand Ar- Armenia uh, Ar- Armin Armin sorry uh, taught it this way, but now are you thinking? Before you get to that point, like, like what what are the steps to get to where you just hear it and you recognize it because you've heard it so many times, like probably you or I and a lot of people, I've, or like are, are the intermediate steps, how much do we want to sort of intellectualize like major, minor, augmented, diminished, root move, like, like what are the steps to get there? I always tell people I've had more like success 
thinking about it in blocks, just thinking about the the texture of the right. I don't know how you feel about that. I like, like that. I like that. I'm not thinking about individual notes on this. Right. I just know this from every single sus chord reference I've ever yeah. ever heard. You know what I mean? So, so you are listening to the quality, like a, as a static point, like what that chord is. Yeah. But there's also the process of like where are you coming from, right. so that you know at least what type, not only what type of chord, but what the actual chord is. Yeah. So I'm I'm also defining the Roman numeral thing here. So if I hear this, if I if I were to hear this, right, if I were to hear, right, I'm going to hear this as the one. Yeah. Right. So when you do this again, four, five, and I'll hear that thirteen now. Yep. And then one and then and then again too if you could learn some basic piano voicings yes this goes a long way because even if you're not listening to a piano if you know some basic structures of voicings whenever an orchestra plays this chord you know oh that's that six nine voicing right yeah. you know or you know oh that's that major seven voicing with the fifth on top it's like you start to recognize the feel of voicings themselves yes yep 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 um, and then there's the, the, the now if you either pay attention or even learn a little bit of bass, but or at, on the piano or on an actual electric bass or acoustic bass or whatever, or just really start to kind of key into the harm the the melodic movement and how it informs the actual um, harmonic form of a progression like this or a cadence, that can really help. And and that's really just about being able to hear stuff from around here and lower. So you heard him do the. Oh, actually, I think you did, uh, you had the fifth on top. Yeah. And then, so you can get the qualities of the chords, but if you can hear that, that whole step as an interval, hmm. wherever it's going, and then, you know, minor third, that kind of thing, that's going to, you're going to be able to start to kind of process by elimination. If you know that that's a whole step. Now, as far as the cadence, where can we go? Whereas, like, you almost are guessing where all the different parts... That's what I was thinking right, you, you were doing. You're going to hear that, but what if it goes to, like... Oh, we went to... Oh, yeah. That, you, you, know, you have to understand those false cadences, too. Right, right, sure. But, yeah, so that would be all the different... Totally. B major 7, D flat major 7, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. G flat major yep, 7? Yeah. yeah. And then, what about this? Oh. know your own cadences (laughs) yeah so like you're you're starting to to practice ear training think about try to hear all the different possibilities if you don't have somebody there to test you and then to play it and see if what you were hearing and you can sing it if you're not sure that you're really hearing it uh and then play it to make sure that it matches Pick and Stone, Alex. Are you saying that Armin has a book? I didn't even know Armin had an ear training book. It'd be great Armin Hammer did. has a has a book about um, baking soda. Are you familiar with that one? I did not. Armin Armin Hammer and, if, and philanthropy. If Armin has an ear training book, you should all get it because he was the be- he's one of the best teachers I've ever had, uh, and he's a great player too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. Training the ear, Volume One. Get it. <laughs> Now let's just let, let's let's just us talk about how to train here, and then you relay stories from him as opposed to us referencing the book. Maybe we'll throw that in our uh, recommended. We have to check it out. Also, maybe I, someone will get it for us. By the Christmas. way, I'm I don't know. I haven't told you this, but I have on deck. I'm I'm going to be recording my own open studio five minute ear training course here coming up in December. So really, because I just called Armin to see if he would uh, We're gonna do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
giving it away. <laughs> uh, Rob asks, what's up, Rob, uh, from just down the street here. Hey, guys, for a horn player, also known as a horn player. Horn. Uh, horn. No, uh, here in St. Louis, that's known as a horn player. <laughs> horn player. Well, it depends on how far south you are. For a horn player learning jazz piano jazz any tips for how to figure out inner voicings i can only hear out of voices top line of bass but how do you get started on transcribing voicings so you know actually what we were just working on that kind of ear training i think will help a lot um but always there's the um you know the four, any kind of four-part um corral uh, hymnals methodist hymnals presbyterian uh bach four-part you know if you play three on piano i know you're saying horn but you're learning jazz piano so it that's going to start to acclimate your ears to hearing on the inside then you need to take it to kind of two jazz harmonies so i think if we think about things let's see if we can get this going but not that if we think about no yeah exactly okay um some basic shell plus one or what is that root root shell pretty what do we call that yeah root shell pretty man. root shell pretty that's our jam so we got f713 so if you think about the melody that maybe you're feeling like you can hear better like that and then that's at the bottom in the middle is the shell you want to be able to sing those and then to the place you're going you know just be able to hear something before you play you know all the things you are is good for this because that can kind of back you into a nice four part you know kind of sloppy joe jones sloppy joe jones style um, so that's that's a good way to start hearing it. And then, you know, as far as transcribing voicings, that's always tricky because there's no guarantee it's going to be four. That's really just trial and error. And then also learning different pianists, like, you know. Mm. So like being able to hear, okay, he leaves that 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 fourth voicing. Is he going to three notes or is he going to four? You got to kind of try it, stop it, try it, stop it. And the great thing about that is as you're doing all that, you're really training your ear. So I think about all the hours, the, the hundred thousand, the, the 10,000 hours I spent transcribing, you know, McCoy Tyner, Winton Kelly, Artain, all these people. It wasn't so much the licks that I got. It was just like the information, the, the ear training, you know, that ear training, that process of going through it that really, um, really helped. Uh, we got a question from Philly23. What's up, Philly? I don't see. It says, happy holidays, piano jazz dudes. <laughs> Can we play on the 2-5 of the 4 chord of the blues? That, for example, you were playing an F to go outside. So if you're talking about, like, if you're an F... Ah. Uh. So just doing a 2-5, it doesn't really take you outside. None of that is really outside of the harmony. You could do a tritone substitution and a 2-5 to that, you know? Like an F-sharp minor 7 to a B7. So if you're on F... You could do that, right? 
just like a F sharp minor seven B seven yeah. into your B flat B so flat like seven. a tritone sub of what he's talking about the the two five of the four. I think so. Yeah. I think that's Philly twenty three. Maybe clarify. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, because oh, if you're going straight, that's just that, right? Yeah, there's that's nothing not too far out for that. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I I'll even sometimes go. So now we're gonna go from the one to the four. Was that from the half step below? Half step below. Yeah, that's a good. Is that one. even legal? No, no. So, so let's let's redo that because that's really good. So you're going like. Uh huh. Like a little E minor seven, A seven. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna see if I can do it here. I think I've overdone it. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's really you nice. might recognize it from. Oh, that's where I've heard that before. Uh, uh. This is a little thing I, 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 well, Peter Bernstein described it as he heard me do it on another tune, something similar to that. He's like, man, he's like, that's a great little compositional thing. He said, you're taking a simple bluesy melody and putting some fancy chords underneath it. <laughs> but it was such a, I was like, yeah, but I mean, it's a really good compositional tool to use when you're juxtaposing one thing that's unusual with one thing that's super traditional and somehow it kind of meets in the middle. Um, there's a lot of different examples of this. We talk about, you know, in like two, two horn riding, big man riding, all different ways to approach this. But basically, you know, the melody. And then. Mm. Whoa. And then hit him back with a little bit of, you know, straight blues. Not that there's anything wrong with just strain in the, staying in the straight blues, but, you know. Ooh. Hey, man, some of these notes don't work down here. The Rhodes notes don't sound oh. good on the 88 keys. No, they don't even, they don't even work. It goes don't e the E. Just don't like even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Not even necessary. That's how realistic these sounds are. Exactly. Would it have killed them to go? There's a couple more. Okay. I know, I know. <laughs>